welcome back to 929. We're in chapter 22 of Shemot Exodus. We're continuing the laws of uh, of uh, negligence and theft. Here we go. If a person strikes and kills a theft, a thief who is discovered tunneling into his house, um it is not considered bloodshed, i.e., he is not guilty for murder. Huh. Nice. If the sun shone upon him, i.e., it is obvious that the theft did not intend to kill intend to kill, it is considered bloodshed. The theft thief sheesh, sorry, um must pay full compensation for what he stole. If he has no money, he shall be sold to slavery for his death. Look, you guys. Solutions. Don't throw them to jail. <laughs> Make them slaves in your house. <laughs> Here, you want to steal something in my house? Don't worry. You'll get to see it. And then work for me. <laughs> um, if the stolen article is found in his possession... Whether a live ox, a donkey, or a lamp, or any other object, he must pay double. If a man leads his animals into a field or a vineyard, whether he lets his animal loose and it tramples cr crops or it eats in, an in another's field, he must pay compensation with a land from the best of his field or the best of his vineyard. Yeah. Exactly, the best of the best. Don't give me crap. If, he f if a fire goes forth even by itself and spreads through thorns to destroy a stack of grain or standing grain, or it scorches, scorched a plowed field, requiring it to be plowed again, the one who ignite the fire must pay compensation even though he lit the fire in his own property now we're going to talk about the four guardians if a person gives his friend money or articles for safekeeping and does not pay him for his service i love this okay first of all i learned this i remember learning this and i love this because th this is how things need to be you know Cause like, if you want someone to do you a favor, that's a job. You gotta pay them. And like, if they don't do the job well or whatever, you know, what is this expectation we have of people? Like, did you pay me? No. So, lawyer expectations because I remember, oh my gosh, I remember, um, like, I wanted to save a seat for someone. And they didn't come, and they didn't come, and they didn't come. And, like, someone came and wanted to sit where I saved the seat. And, like, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody had been through that. And it's like, you know, they didn't come. And then I gave the seat away finally. And then they looked at me, like, as if, like, what do you mean? Like, how did you, like, not keep my seat? But it's like... 
well, you never paid me or something. Like, you never paid for the seat. So it's like, it's going to be taken. And you can't, like, put the blame on me. Anyways, we're going to be looking at this right now. Okay. If a, let me restart. If a person gives his friend money or articles for safekeeping and does not um, pay him for his services and they are stolen from the man's house, then if the thief is found, he must pay twofold to the owner. Um, yeah, if a stolen article is found in his possession, he must pay double. The punishments uh, for crimes against another person generally follows the principle of reciprocity. If a man causes damage, he must suffer personally. In our case, if someone steals the property, of another, he must lose a corresponding amount of his own property. As the first states, he must pay double. He gives back what he was taken and adds it to the exact same amount of his own property, so that besides restoring what he took, he also ends up losing what he intended to steal, Maimonides. Okay, if a friend gives his friend money or articles for safekeeping, the Torah describes four guardians. I love this, okay. But should I finish? Because it's verse 6 to 14, and I only did verse 6. So let's, let's, uh, let's read all of the verses. If the thief is not found, the homeowner must approach to the judges if he ch channeled by the owner to swear an oath that he has not laid his hand upon his friend's property, and then he is exempt from compensation since he was not paid for his services. In every case of dishonesty, when swearing an oath, whether it is about an ox, a donkey, lamb, garment, or any lost article, if a witness will say that this thing here is a very is the very thing you swore about, saying that it was not in your possessions, then the claim of both parties shall come to the judges, and whoever the judge declares guilty must pay twofold to his friend. If a man gives his friend a donkey, an ox, a lamb, or any other animal for safekeeping, and pays him for his services, and it dies, breaks a limb, or, in, or is captured without witnesses, then dispute between the two of them is decided by the guardian swearing an oath to God that he did not lay his hand upon his friend's property to use it for himself. Its owner must accept the oath, and the guardian does not pay. However, if it is stolen from him, he must pay its owner. If it, the animal, is torn apart by a wild beast, he may bring wit witnesses to prove that he was not negligent with it, and then he does not have to pay compensation for the torn animal. 
so long as he could not possibly have saved it. If a person borrows an animal for his friend and it breaks a limb or dies, and its owner is not working for the borrower, he must pay compensation. If the owner is working for the borrower, he shall not pay. Ah. If the article was hired, it came into his possession for its hiring fee. Okay. Let's let's talk about this borrowing thing and blah blah blah. Because this is pretty cool. If a person gives his friend money or articles for safekeeping, the Torah describes four guardians. The unpaid guardian, verse 6 to 8. The borrow, verse 13 to 14. The paid guardian, verse 9 and 10. And the renter, verses 14. In a case of loss, the unpaid guardian swears on all losses and is absolved. The borrower pays for everything, and the paid guardian and the renter swear in this case of breakage, robbery, and death, and pay for loss of death. Babylonian Talmud Bava, Metzia 93a. Hmm. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I feel like we need to make a grid for this, for these three people, uh, four people. Okay, now we're going to talk about elect and idolatrous behavior. If a man seduces a virgin who is not married and sleeps with her, he must pay a dowry and must marry her. Boy. Yo. So just know, if you're about to rape, you have to marry that chick. And you you need a you need to give her food and clothing and things like that. Because back in the day, that's the shit that was important. Excuse my language. Um, today, obviously, it doesn't work like that. And you definitely go to jail. <laughs> um, forever, I hope. <laughs> um, probably not like that, but yeah. Um, yeah, but this this is the thing. You can't, you know, you can't do that. Everything comes with a price. If her father refuses to give her to him, and hopefully he's a good father, and says no, he must pay a fixed weight of 50 silver shekel, which is her un, which is the unusual dowry money for virgins. Mm. Okay. Do not allow a sorceress or sorcerer to live. Whoa. What? How do you say that in Hebrew? Wait one second. Okay, three words. Why does it say it in the female though? I don't know why I find this sentence super interesting. What is a machshifa? 
למה הוא לא כתוב, מח... למה לא כתוב, מייק, מכשף. אוקיי. אוקיי. Okay, wait, hold on. If a man seduces a virgin, after the Torah finishes detailing the laws regarding the theft of money, it begins to discuss the laws regarding theft of the heart, namely the seducer. Mm, yeah. Theft of the heart. Seducers. I like that. I like that a lot. It's like sometimes we think we don't waste time, but that's stealing time. You can't steal time from people. Time is precious. Also, there's this uh, theft like of stealing of, of um, it's, it's called gezel. Um, when you just, you know, something is out there, but you keep taking and taking and taking, right? Like, imagine going into somebody's house and taking, like, yeah, you know how you can, like, there's teas and whatever, and some people have things placed around, but if you take, like, a whole bunch with you, that's gezel. You're not meant to do that, you know? It's like, if it feels wrong, it's probably wrong. Okay. Next. Any person who sleeps with an animal must be put to death by stoning. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Whoever slaughters to God, other than God alone, must be destroyed, i.e. put to death. Oh, beep. Helping the unfortunate and respecting leaders. You should not verbally harass a foreigner, i.e. a convert, nor oppress him by robbing his puberty, property, sorry, <laughs> because you were a foreigner in the land of Egypt. I like this. Let me read this in Hebrew because I think this is a sentence we know. V'ger lo tone velo tilchatsenu כי גרים הייתם בארץ מצרים. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. You shall not oppress any person, especially a widow or orphan. If you do oppress him, beware. For if he cries out to me, I will hear his cry, and my anger will be kindled, and I will kill you with the sword. Oh, scary. Furthermore, there will not be witnesses to your death, so your wives will be chained widows and your orphan children will be unable to inherit your property. Yikes. Yo, do not, do not oppress a widow or an orphan. Just don't. Okay? Okay? Okay. Let's see, let's see what it says about that. Although the subse subsequent verse discusses the case of one who oppresses and is written in the singular, this warning, you should not oppress, is written in the plural. 
This suggests that not only will the one who torments the widow and orphan be punished, but so will those who fail to intervene in their, on their behalf. They will be considered to have shared in the tormenting... Wow, I love it. That is so crazy. You gotta speak up when something is wrong. You know how they say in the subway. If you see something, say something. If you will be... Oh, wait, we didn't get... We did not get... We did not get there, okay. Uh, when you lend money, prioritize first my people, i.e. the Jews, the poor person, and the inhabitant of your city who is with you. I love this, I love this, I love this. What is this, 23, 2? Hmm? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, when you, if you know he cannot yet repay your loan do not behave towards him as a lender claiming your money forcibly and do not place interest payments upon him mm. this is a rule we kind of got around and Israel totally forgot about and that I have so many loans that I owe to my school and if you know the school, then you know that they are not allowed to do that, but they work with Goyim, so, gosh. If he, fail, if he fails to pay the loan on time, you take your friend's daytime garment as security. You must return it to him for the entire day until the sun sets. What? I don't get it. What, is, what does that have to do with anything? If you know he cannot repay your loan, do not behave towards him as a lender, claiming your money forcibly, and do not place in... Wait, hold on, we just read that. If he fails to pay the loan on time and you take your friend's daytime garment as security, you must return it to him for the entire day until the sun sets. Okay, so you could only use it at night when he doesn't use it. Okay. <laughs> um, you must also return his night garments by night, for it is his only covering. It is his garment for the skin. With what shall he sleep? If he cries out to me, I will listen because I am compassionate. Let's just read this. I want to hear how compassionate God is. I want to read this. Hebrew. Kihu kusta lavdahu simlato le oro bema ishkav vahaya ki itzak alai vashamati ki hanunani. Hanunani. Hanun. 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 
If he fails to, sorry, do not curse a judge. Do not curse a judge. Do not curse a judge. Elohim lo tikalel venasi beamecha lo taor. And do not curse a leader among your people. A leader among your people. A judge and a leader. You can't say nothing about them. Nothing bad. Only praise. Only good stuff. The thing is, how do we know who's a leader today? It's not as obvious as having God to speak to Moshe. You know what I mean? We don't know. who, How, how is someone a leader? What? By the majority? What if the majority are dumb people? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, things are so... Um, beeped up today, in my opinion. I just, you know, how do we, how do we know? How do we know? Okay, most of the majority of the world is wacky, you know? The majority of the world is not Jewish. <laughs> um, less than 1% of the world's population is not Jewish. So, like, who, who, who are we supposed to listen to? These goyim? What? How are they deciding for us exactly that we should respect them and not curse them and not say anything? You know what I mean? It says, do not curse a judge. A judge. Doesn't say your judge or judge of your people or judge of, you know, it doesn't, like all the judges, we cannot curse them. And when they cannot leave, but the leader, you do not curse a leader amongst your people. Amongst your people. Hmm. So. Very interesting phrase right here. Okay. Agricultural offerings. Do not delay your offering for the first fruit when it ripens or your offering of Tehuma. You must present me the firstborn of your sons to be redeemed by the priest after 30 days. You must do likewise with your ox and with your sheep, i.e. redeem it after 30 days. But at the very minimum for seven days, it shall be with its mother on the eighth day, you may give it to me. And you know what that means. Oh yeah, code word for circumcision. If you will be a holy man, you will be mine. Do not eat flesh that is torn off in the field or any other place. Throw it to the dogs. Literally, it says throw it to the dogs. Or sell it to a non-Jew. Okay, that's the end of chapter 22 of Shemot. Thank you for listening. If you will be holy man, you will be mine. The turn of phrase holy man implies that you shall be holy, but as a man sanctifying your human mundane lives, God has plenty of angels in heaven. Hmm. ואנשי קדוש תהיון לי ובשר בשדה תרפה 
לא תאכלו לכלב תשלחון אותו. בשדה טרפה Do memories of oppression prevent a person from oppressing others? If the abused become abusers, how can we break family heirlooms of dysfunction? In your value system, how important is being sensitive to others? Thank you for listening. Yashir Koach.